two healing stories in today's gospel. Two stories of women whose life and health depend on Jesus. Two women who have nothing to lose by asking for help. The woman who has been bleeding for 12 years is no one. Invisible and outcast. She does not have a man to advocate for her, which leaves her without social status. And since she has been bleeding for 12 years, she is unclean, which makes her a religious and social outcast. She has spent all her money on doctors who did not make her well, so she is destitute. In a culture based on honor and status, she is nothing. And to further emphasize this, she is unnamed, part of a faceless crowd, a mass of people whom Jesus' disciples urge him to ignore. And her story is sandwiched in the middle of the story about Jairus' daughter. Now, Jairus' daughter, by contrast, has both honor and status. At 12, she is entering her childbearing years. She's the daughter of a synagogue leader, a man with wealth, religious, and social status. And while not given her own name in the story, she is named by association with her father. In the eyes of her culture, this young woman has everything. As deep as the social and economic contrast is between these two women, they share the commonality of having nothing to lose at this moment. Jairus' daughter is already at the point of death. The woman with the hemorrhage has already lost her money, her status, her health. And in courage, they reach out in faith asking for Jesus' healing touch. Two very different women, each cured by Jesus. Two stories of love and hope as Jesus tells them each to rise from their literal and figurative deaths and begin living again. We are left to imagine what their journey back to fullness of life looks like. We can imagine each of them regaining their strength, eating with family, gradually returning to their daily activities as they get stronger, and thinking about what's most important to them with a new lease on life, what things from the past no longer seem important, and what What is life-giving? As they plan to live in to the very best life they can imagine. As people who have lived through the COVID pandemic, we may feel like the cured women, returning slowly to typical activities, regaining our strength, and imagining our best, most faithful future. We, too, are engaged in a process of healing, of coming back to our lives. We have endured loneliness and separation 
We have lost a year of relationships. We've lost people we love because they've died, retired, moved, and we never had a chance to grieve or say farewell. At best, we lived through these past 16 months. A few of us thrived. Most of us just survived. We have healing ahead of us, individually and as a community. We are not the same people we were in March 2020. Our world, our city, our neighborhood, Trinity, all changed. We will not simply resume who and what we were before. We can't. We aren't those people. Part of healing is accepting where we are, claiming our anger, our fear, our grief, and naming our delight, our joy, our hope, saying farewell to the things and people who've died, and imagining how we want to live into our best, most faithful and joyful lives. As we look toward returning to in-person worship and events at Trinity in the near future, we know that we will begin slowly. Like the women Jesus cured, this is a journey of healing and regaining strength. Did you know that a broken bone that has healed and knit together is stronger at that healed site than before it broke? And while most of us never want to break a bone or be gravely ill or experience a global pandemic. Evidence says that we will be stronger because of the experience, because we have lived and healed. We and will not be who we were before because there will be parts of us that are stronger. And we know that healing takes time. Muscles atrophy from disuse. Technology changes how we think about gathering. Programs and systems that have been unused for the past 16 months are dusty. We wonder if they still make sense, how they would work in today's world. And we have learned that our energy for living and healing is precious. We want to use it well and faithfully. We are making plans for how we will eat together, remember together, and dream with God about our future together. More specific details about our return to in-person worship are coming in the next few weeks. And for those who are not yet ready to return, we will continue to live stream worship and many of our other events for the foreseeable future. We step forward in faith with nothing to lose. And Jesus encourages us, do not fear, only believe. We believe. We believe that healing is possible. We believe in life after death. 
We believe that God loves us no matter what and wants us to grow and heal. We believe that we are already living into the newness of life that God intends for us. We believe. Glory to God whose power working in us can do more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to God from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever. Amen.